Christmas is only two weeks or less away. How about that? Get your Christmas presents lined up and get that wrapping paper out. It's y'all, and we are one big present delivered each and every day as we're the show all about the Southeast. I'm John Rawl, your Southern Santa Claus, and I'm glad to be on delivering all the goodies to all the good kids, boys, girls. We're just so glad that you could take a little time out of your holiday schedule to listen to the all-Southern program. Ho, 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 ho. Y'all, 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 y'all. Coming up on today's Y'all Show, we've got Jonathan Lifite in the next segment dropping by with not only our ACC report, we are going to have him walk through what we call the 15 Bland Bowls. On the Tuesday Y'all Show, we walk through the 15 Bottom Feeder Bowls, the worst of the bowl lineup, 40 bowl games this this bowl season. Well, Matt Hermans did that on Tuesday. Jonathan Lifite today will walk through the Bland Bowls. On Thursday's Y'all Show, we'll have Brad Edwards of ESPN He'll walk through the 10 bodacious bowls of 2019 and 2020. That includes the college football playoff semifinals and national championship game in early January. But that's tomorrow. Today on the Y'all Show, we'll walk through the bowls that are mediocre on today's show. And then in the second hour of today's Y'all Show, we'll have our hashtag hullabaloo, a couple of holiday-related stuff to mix in there. And then we'll get to Precious. Precious right on Music Row in Nashville. She is the scribe of all things country music and precious harris has her nashville music line and we're going to talk about country christmas songs all that coming up in hour two of this the y'all show 803-816-1170 is our telephone number our website is y'all.com Let's get right into the headlines from across the Southeast. The United States Navy says the flight training has been suspended for about 175 Saudi Arabian students after last Friday's deadly shooting at Pensacola Naval Air Station as these students have been in training and now the the training has been suspended by our government as they try to dig through what happened as we had three great southerners lose their life in that domestic terrorism right there in pensacola last friday and an unfortunate situation we've covered already but now the navy is suspending the training of these saudi arabian pilots fox nation host a person on fox nation which is the digital component of fox news a host of that has now sued Britt McHenry, she's on this streaming service for Fox News, and she's alleging that her former co-host on the Fox Nation channel, the guy that you see on there, Tyrus, she's suing, alleging he sent her sexually explicit text messages, and he also harassed her. Now, McHenry lives in the Washington, D.C. area, and that's why we're covering it here on today's show. Fox News has said we expect all of her claims to be dismissed. As they also said, her allegations have been fully investigated and they're confident that the actions will be deemed entirely appropriate in litigation. But again, she's going after this guy that a lot of times is on that Saturday night program with Gutfield on on Fox News. And now Tyrus, that's his name. He's like a WWE wrestler. And he and this lady, Britt McHenry, co-hosted something. Now she's suing Fox News because of these sexually explicit text messages and harassment she claims dollar general in the news they're going to start selling cbd products in select stores just when you thought dollar general was a conservative group out of goodlettsville tennessee here they are doing something like this 
The company said 20 different types of CBD products will be sold in 1,100 stores in the states of Tennessee and Kentucky. And by 2020, the availability of these products are going to expand to stores in Colorado, Florida, Indiana, Oregon, South Carolina, Texas, and Vermont. CBD is naturally occurring substance that's derived from the hemp plant and used by itself does not cause a high. But hemp at or CBD products specifically coming to a Dollar General near you sooner than later if you live in the volunteer state or in the bluegrass of kentucky and dollar general sales will go way up when they have those products available Rand paul has said that liz and her daddy dick cheney the former vice president are unrepentant warmongers who need to fade into obscurity the kentucky senator has been back and forth with the cheneys in their your world to the sort of his periodic look at them and he's calling for this second family of the republicans since they weren't president the dick cheney at least he was a vice president calling them warmongers over their support for continued u.s military presence overseas and on tuesday senator paul of kentucky he responded to liz the daughter of dick cheney and said that it's actually crucially important that the u.s does not walk away from afghanistan but he is no i mean Rand paul to his credit he speaks his mind and and does things often in a completely different way now dick cheney of course as vice president was a staunch supporter of the war on terror and he did that was as he served as vp under george w bush and then of course you had the war in iraq which most believe that was a phony war a war created for the wrong reasons and now Rand paul of kentucky coming out with strong words against fellow republicans the cheneys here a new york in new york city they're going to honor a concert for woody guthrie this is going to happen in february to mark the 80th anniversary of his classic song this land is your land woody guthrie the oklahoman supposedly wrote the song february 23rd of 1940 and this concert is going to include performances by oklahomans john fulbright and bronjay as well as Haley hendrick jeff tweedy and gangsta grass Guthrie was born in 1912 in Okemah. That's about 50 miles south of Tulsa. He wrote This Land is Your Land, which became his best-known song after traveling cross-country, and he ended his cross-country tour in the Big Apple. And New York City coming together to honor this Oklahoman on the 100th anniversary of his pinning the song This Land is Your Land. And that's pretty neat. Not, not It'll be 80 years, rather. It'll be february 23rd 2020 go ahead and write it down on your calendar go ahead and put it in your iphone celebrate woody guthrie this land is your land that's a great one not a christmas song though all right if you want to travel here over the next couple of weeks for christmas airlines are looking forward to another big christmas and new year's time period with a projected three percent more people flying in the u.s more this year than last year's holiday season the trade group airlines for america said this week that 47 and a half million people are expected to fly over an 18 day period which starts december the 19th and runs through january 5th the busiest days forecasted are going to be the friday and saturday before christmas and the thursday and friday just after christmas christmas by the way two weeks from right now it'll be on a wednesday this year and the trade group expects the lightest days of travel to be christmas eve christmas day and new year's eve so if you're going to be flying maybe you want to fly on the actual holiday it doesn't sound like a bad idea actually especially compared to the long lines you might have on those couple of days before and after 
Now, we go all the way to Key West for our next story, as the sheriff's captain there was heard telling a deputy to, quote, act like a white supremacist, and that was captured on audio. Yes, this law enforcement officer in the most southern county in the U.S., Penny Phelps, and this recording was made as she was speaking to a deputy named Lee Malone over the telephone, and she said on the phone to act like a white supremacist cop and a neo-Nazi to this deputy to get a black suspect's thumbprints and photo, and she says that she wants it to look like you're the grumpy old man. You have nothing better to do than you're the white supremacist. You're messing with the black guy who's riding his bike. Phelps oversaw Monroe County, Florida deputies assigned to the Major Crimes Unit and Narcotics Unit, and and I don't know what if if she's on suspension or what, but this is a major major issue going on with the Monroe County, Florida. This happened several years back, I think, but this audio recording just now coming out. Hey, you need some Dairy Queen news, don't you? Yes, you do. Well, unfortunately, if you live north of Dallas, nine Dairy Queen locations are going to be closed in the north dallas suburbs as this week locations in Euless, fort worth grand prairie hearse keller and roanoke will be closing the nine stores were operated with all the stores opening between 2013 and 2016 we're not sure why the locations are being closed but unfortunately not the best of you news if you like your blizzards there in the north dallas suburbs by the way dairy queen it started way back in 1940 and it started in joliet illinois and they have a lot of locations across the country and a lot across the southeast of course known for the brazier way of cooking their meat and i didn't realize that brazier is an open charcoal grill and dairy queen started marketing that but for many years now they've kind of got away from that term on a lot of their materials but they still use it to some degree when it comes to their burgers and other products they cook on that grill but yeah dairy queen maybe you have one in your hometown they're a good option out there unfortunately in north of dallas area you're, you're going to be challenge to find one open here pretty soon merriam-webster dictionary has declared they it's 2019 word of the year the language people there at merriam-webster declared the personal pronoun their word of the year based on a 313 percent increase in lookups on the company's search site merriam-webster.com so there you have it the word of the year according to mw they That seems like a pretty boring word to search when you're on the internet looking up things. Hey, we told you on the Tuesday, y'all, that SunTrust Bank and BB&T are merging to the new name of Truist, T-R-U-I-S-T. Well, guess what? We told you that, well, it looks like the Braves baseball park there in Cobb County, Georgia, would get changed to Truist. But the Braves have now come out and said, well, it's not going to happen this year, and it may be some time before SunTrust morphs into Truist Stadium, Truist Park, Truist Coliseum. No no telling what it's going to be called there in Atlanta. But, yeah, that is news there from the baseball front that you might have a little bit longer to go for to see a Braves game under the new brand of Truist. More baseball news. Congress is looking to put a halt on the plan to cut 40 minor league teams from Major League Baseball's minor league system. A couple of weeks ago, it came out that a bunch of towns across the country, Lexington, Kentucky, Chattanooga, Tennessee, Jackson, Tennessee, and others in the double-A and even single-A ranks here in the South were going to get eliminated from the Major League Baseball farm system. And now congressional support is ramping up to keep this from happening and there's a lot of areas like pennsylvania new york which are on this cut 
cut list from Major League Baseball, and they don't want to see that happening. So we'll find out how much Congress gets involved to save minor league baseball in many of our communities across the Southeast. Great news, Biscuit is alive and headed home with his family. Yeah, this is a six-week-old pot-bellied pig, and while on a family beach vacation in Myrtle Beach, Biscuit went missing from his loving family. And now the police in Myrtle Beach said that they found a uh, biscuit tucked into the arm of one of his saviors on Monday. The pig doesn't look any worse for the wear as it's been captured. The pig was found, I think, behind a garbage dump somewhere in the Myrtle Beach area after the family was vacationing from North Carolina. And now biscuit is back in the loving arms of his owners. Animal Control Division in Myrtle Beach worked to reunite biscuit with his family. And all good news here on the eve of Christmas, the pot belly pig biscuit reunited, and it feels so right. When we come back on the Y'all Show, we're going to have ACC talk and bowl talk thanks to 24-7 Sports' Jonathan Lifehite. Stay with us. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. <laughs> Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief on symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Message and data rates may apply. TNC and primacy terms can be found at bevel.com slash terms. Please don't text and drive. Have you wanted to speak a new language, but you thought it'd be too hard or take too much time? Then try Babbel for free by texting WORLD to 64000. In just 15 minutes a day, you'll be on your way to speaking a new language in just a few weeks. And right now, you can try Babbel for free. Babbel starts out teaching you words and phrases by matching them with pictures. You won't believe how easy the interactive program is. Soon the sentences get a little bigger, and before you know it, you're having simulated conversations voiced by native speakers. And because Babbel is crafted by language experts and uses the spaced repetition method, in just 10 to 15 minutes a day, you'll be speaking the language of your choice with real confidence. With Babbel, you can speak a language. Just text WORLD to 64000 and start your first lesson in the language of your choice for free. Download the Babbel app or text WORLD to 64000 and try it for free. Text W-O-R-L-D to 64000. From ooh to aww. Whatever reaction you're looking for this holiday, spread more joy with holiday cards, calendars, and photo gifts from Vistaprint. And now you can get up to 50% off all holiday cards and calendars at Vistaprint.com. Discover cards in the latest trends or fill a calendar with your favorite photos. So make more merry at Vistaprint.com with up to 50% off all holiday cards and calendars. Plus great deals on photo gifts. Just enter code HOLIDAY50 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com. Code HOLIDAY50. The Clemson Tigers, for the fifth year in a row, 
demolish Virginia and win the ACC championship for the fifth year. Hello, this is the Y'all Show, our ACC Spotlight with John Rawl as the Tigers went up to Charlotte and defeated the Hoos 62-17 to to discuss that game, to discuss all the news of the ACC, to tell us a little bit more where the ACC teams are headed in the postseason. We've got Jonathan Leifheit joining us. Hello, Jonathan. Hello, John. How are you? I'm good. Early Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you. Happy bowl season to you. Yes, it's always wonderful uh, to sit around and watch a a bunch of uh, meaningless games. But I mean that. It really is wonderful to sit around and watch (laughs) meaningless games because I love college football. Well, on Tuesday, Jonathan, you might have missed it. We had the 15 bottom feeder bowls that we featured. Our friend from the Big 12, Matt Hermans, was on to help us with that. (laughs) Today, in the next segment, Jonathan, you get the lucky honor of walking us through the 15, what we call 15 bland bowls. Bowl games that really don't mean that much, but they're better than the bottom feeder bowls. Yeah, but probably not much. Yeah, but, probably not much. But they are better. And a lot of them have ACC teams playing in them, by the way. So we'll we'll walk through that in just a little bit. But first off, Jonathan, your thoughts on the shellac and Dabo Sweeney and crew put on Bronco Mendenhall's Cavaliers? Uh, not a big surprise. And uh, I think the interesting thing was is I, I think Clemson was also kind of looking to make a statement. Uh, I, I think they felt kind of uh, disrespected a little bit, and you'll hear that kind of uh, – Heard that in some of uh, Dabo's postseason, rather post-game comments as well, and they had their starters in there pretty late in the in the game, uh, attempting to kind of I think you know make a statement. And that's part of the reason you saw such a high score is they felt like they needed to uh, to really let the let the voters know what was gonna what was happening with them. So um, interesting. And then uh, then we heard the post-game comments of Dabo saying. First team to start the season number one, go undefeated, end up at number three in 50 years or something like that. Yeah, that was the 1950, uh, rather 1966 Alabama team, which started out number one in the country, and they ended up finishing third because there was a one-loss Notre Dame team that finished ahead of them. And I'm thinking there was another team that had a, a tie or something along those lines. Well, actually, it was uh, Notre Dame and Michigan State. Both were undefeated, but played each other to a 10 10 tie. Ah, okay. Good memory there, Jonathan. Impressive. Yeah, I, wasn't bo- I wasn't even born then, but uh, I do remember. Was it Michigan State or Michigan? Michigan State. It okay. was Duffer- Duffy Doherty and his, uh, his crew had quite a run back then. Uh, he was one of the first teams to to be integrated in the country and uh and he was pulling in some serious talent up there which by the way a lot of people say that's why alabama did not win the national championship was because of integration that was also the year of the selma march and a lot of problems yep. in the southeast and a lot of people had a negative eye on alabama as well as the rest yep. of the south and i know the segregation era that cost a couple of teams national championships in that time period and that's what alabama and what's weird of all of the championships the crimson tide claim some would even say fake championships the one year that they were undefeated untied the only team in the country 66 they don't claim that year as a national championship <laughs> yeah they've got some other ones that are mm, a little dubious but nonetheless yeah uh, yeah they probably actually had a pretty valid claim for that one but you're right there was some uh so a little bit of a resentment against them and, and probably rightfully so, but fortunately we have corrected that in, in 
uh, these days, and, and things are much better in terms of us of integration. But good on Dabo Sweeney. I know he went to school at Alabama. For good, good for him to know that knowledge. He's got a lot of that crazy knowledge of the past stored in his brain, and he, he kind of keeps up with these streaks and history-making events. And uh, once again, Clemson had that pizza party on Sunday at their gosh a hundred million dollar practice facility it's not really that much but it's pretty close to it i think and they had their pizza party the players came out they got to watch the college football playoff selection show and the tigers are going to be playing the ohio state buckeyes as cu in the valley the number three seed in the cfp jonathan did they deserve a higher should they have been number one I'm not sure if they should have been number one, but you know, you can make the argument that they might should have been number two. Um, you know, but at that point, two versus three, what does it matter? You're still playing the same team. So even if you flip flop, uh, uh, even if you flip flop Ohio State and, uh, um, in Clemson, it's the same game, so just in different color uniforms. This time, Clemson has to go all the way to the desert, a place they played a couple of years ago and lost to Alabama in the national championship game as they'll be there at the Fiesta Bowl taking on the Buckeyes. Jonathan, we'll get your take on that national well, national championship semifinal game later on. Let's cover some of the news and headlines of the ACC while we have you. As Florida State on Sunday introduced Mike Norvell as the head coach of the Seminoles, they lured the coach from the Memphis Tigers. Memphis went on to the Cotton Bowl here this offseason, winners of the AAC. And Mike Norvell, who played his collegiate ball for the Central Arkansas Bears, steps up to the ACC to coach the Knowles. Your thoughts on this hire? I think it's a pretty good hire from Florida State fan, uh, Mike Norvell. He took, uh, took over for just those who might rem- not remember. Uh, Justin Fuente was the head coach at uh, Memphis and really kind of built them up pretty nicely. And, uh, Norvell goes in and, uh, really more or less, uh, he takes them. I think he actually probably improved over what even Fuente did. So did a very nice job there. Um, he was making a pretty good penny. I think our, our reports I saw had him making about 2.6 million at Memphis. But he uh, takes the job at uh, at Florida State, and gets himself bumped up to I think I think the packages I saw somewhere around uh, four million dollars a year. Now he's not going to coach the Cotton Bowl that was just announced this week. Odell Hagens, who has been the interim coach for FSU, the defensive line coach and a former FSU great of the '80s, is going to continue to be the interim coach as FSU heads to the bowl game in the Sun Bowl, is where they'll be playing against Arizona State. By the way, Jonathan, I don't know how this slipped my mind. When Odell Hagens took over the interim role about midway through the season, I had no idea that Hagens and a couple of other players somewhere around 1988 decided to cut a little rap music video called yeah. the Seminole Shuffle, I think. Have you ever seen that thing? Uh, I did see something along those lines. And uh, as I recall, that was quickly shut down because I believe they opened the season uh, and just got their butts handed to them uh, that that first game following the the, the rap video uh, by Miami. I think Miami beat them something like thirty one to nothing to open. The, I think it was the eighty nine season opener. Okay. They did, I think they did that video in like the summer of eighty nine. Yeah, they had and Miami. Miami took it personally and just beat the living crap out of them. Yeah, it was the. I guess it had highlights of the eighty eight season. And Hagens, who was a big old hoss back in the day, was one of the stars alongside a guy named Dion Sanders. Go Google that thing. Thank goodness for YouTube. You can see that 1980s rap video. I guess they were trying to live off of the Chicago Bears Super Bowl shuffle and more. They were coming out in that time period. But a fun video. 
regardless, they'll be shuffling around in Tallahassee now that they've got their new guy, Mike Norvell, coming in. He's a Texas native and, again, played collegiately for the UCA Bears, so has a lot of connections to the western fringe of the southeast. Perhaps could have some great talent headed east. But Florida, of course, a a gold mine of talent. And we'll see what Norvell can do coaching now in the ACC. Hey, what's funny is... When Norvell shows up to coach, there was a name being kind of bandied around as a possible candidate for this FSU coaching job, and that would be Coach Stoops. Well, Jonathan, I don't know if you saw the news out of FSU this week, but FSU has received a $2.5 million gift from the Stoopses in support of the Seminole football program, but it's not Mark and it's not Bob pitching in two and a half mil. It's (laughs) Aggie. Her name is Aggie. Aggie and Jeff Stoops. And they are giving a lot of money toward the Florida State football program. In fact, when Norvell reports to duty at FSU, his office will actually be called the Aggie and Jeff Stoops Office of the Head Football Coach. Yeah, good for them. Um, yeah, this was uh, Florida State had kicked off a recent campaign to kind of uh, elevate their some of their facilities and, and the like. And uh, I believe the overall effort is something like a $60 million goal for them to, to raise. And, uh, this kind of, uh, is the headliner and lead, uh, kind of, you know, kind of kicks things off for, uh, for Florida State. So, you know, good for them, uh, get, getting, getting some money in for their program. And, uh, uh, you know, really nice to see, uh, you know, if I'm, if I'm a donor, getting my, getting the head coach, uh, office named after me, him, him endowing that is a pretty, uh, pretty big honor. All right. And this, all part of a football operations building being built on the Tallahassee campus. Well, Clemson's got one of those buildings, and it's the envy of a lot of programs. Well, one guy that's helped build the Clemson program is Jeff Scott, former the son of former Florida State assistant coach Brad Scott, who went on to be the head coach at South Carolina and then went back into the assistant ranks at Clemson, I think first under Tommy West. And Jeff Scott was named this week the head coach of the South Florida Bulls. He's been the co-offensive coordinator for Dabo Sweeney, a former Clemson player, and now getting his shot in Tampa. Your thoughts on this selection of Scott? Well, I mean, it's it's interesting that Clemson has gone as long as they have without any attrition off of their off of their staff. They've had a staff in place, you know, pretty much. I don't think they've lost anybody since Dabo, uh, since like 15 or 16. Um, it's been quite a while. And finally, you know, it happens again. I think the last one to leave was Chad Morris. Uh, so, and, and that was, uh, of course, he's now back, back in the market after being fired from, uh, from, hey, he uh, got him a new Arkansas. deal this week. He's now an assistant coach at Auburn. Yes, he did. That's right. But, uh, nonetheless, it's that Clemson has been re- remarkable in how they've been able to keep the continuity on their staff. So, uh, they finally get hit with that. And, and, you know, congratulations to, to coach Scott. He, he certainly, you know, when you're part of a program that's achieved like that, um, you, you probably deserve an opportunity, so he'll get that opportunity at a at a at a G five school down there, in South Florida, and uh, he'll get to pick up the pieces from uh, what Charlie Strong left behind. And Jeff Scott making people like me feel really old, Jonathan. I remember back in the mid nineties when a youngster named Jeff Scott would go out on the field at Williams Bryce Stadium alongside his little brother. They were just so cute wearing their Gamecock apparel when their dad was the head coach of the Gamecocks. They were like ball boys. And here we are some 25 years later. He's now the head coach at South Florida. And I looked it up. His brother, who's not in the football world, is a doctor. So the Scots have done pretty well having a doctor and a head football coach. Good job, Brad Brad Scott and wife. 
I think they're making some bank there. <laughs> and good job on that little brother getting out of football. Although the money might not be as good as it would be being a doctor uh, compared to being a football coach, but they're doing noble work out there. Let's give you some Boston College news. Running back A.J. Dillon is going to forgo his senior season. He's going to enter the NFL draft. Also, quarterback for the Eagles, Anthony Brown, has entered the transfer portal. Jonathan, what's going on in Chestnut Hill? Well, I mean, they fired Coach Steve Adazio, and so uh, uh, A.J. Dillon was already a player that even had Adazio stayed, uh, I'd have been kind of surprised if he hadn't declared. He has, um, if you look at his career numbers, uh, he's well over 4,000 yards um, in rushing, and then on top of that, this past season, he's he began to show some pass-catching avail- uh, uh, ability, and then he also is known to, uh, to be a pretty decent blocker, and so when you're looking at running backs and and uh, what the NFL looks for, he has the size, he has the speed, and he has the skills that they would be looking for. So not a big surprise. Um, he probably really doesn't have much more to prove, um, you know, in college at this point. He, you know, he's he's a top, top-line talent, and uh, it's probably time for him to head into the NFL, cash in while he can. Jonathan, you are with 24-7 Sports. You're also with CBS Sports Digital. And thanks to 24sports.com, 247sports.com, we have the best true freshman college football position from that website. And a couple of ACC guys getting some love from 24-7 Sports, starting with the quarterback as UNC's Sam Howell made this list. UNC off to a bowl at 6-6. Six and six. What did you think of the true freshman coming in playing for Mac Brown this year? Yeah, he was certainly impressive. Um, they did. I thought that the North Carolina did a really good job of kind of a, of of kind of helping him along and developing him. They they kind of spoon fed him early on in the season, and then as he was able to kind of take on more and more, they continued to put more than more of the offense on him. And by the end of the year, I mean, he, you know, it's the old saying: he's not not a freshman anymore. And he certainly uh, was playing well and and uh, really had a very impressive very impressive year and uh bodes well if you're a Tar Heel fan for the future other frosh getting honors from 24 7 sports from the acc include florida state's offensive lineman dante lucas virginia tech's offensive line lineman brian hudson making the list as well then when you switch over to the defense hey clemson once again getting the talent as tyler davis big lineman for clemson's d a great position there on the defensive front for Dabo sweeney he made the cut on the 24 7 sports list and i think that might be all from the acc that i see thanks to 24 7 sports so hey the future is looking bright in the acc with all these freshmen being on this all-american team from 24 7 sports yep uh definitely so i think this past year there's been a lot of transition in terms of coaching and uh uh, really a lot of young teams in the acc this year so i I do think you'll see them improve in the next uh, next couple of years and, and get a lot better well, Jonathan Leifite is on our all-freshman, all-sophomore, all-junior, all-senior, all-alumni all team, frankly. And he joins, all old fart team. Yeah, yeah, that too. And he joins us each and every week here on the Y'all Show to break down the ACC. Jonathan, we've got bowl talk to talk about. And after this commercial break, we'll walk through where the ACC teams are playing. But also, we'll get Jonathan's take on what we call the 15 bland bowls, of which several ACC teams are playing in these bland bowls. That discussion is coming up after this break as we wrap up this first hour of the Y'all Show. 
Well, look who's home. How was your day, hon? Uh, you know, stressful, exhausting. Lie down on me and we'll talk about it. Oh, Purple Mattress, you know how to support me. Hey, I'm just a mattress doing my job. You're more than that. You're a Purple Mattress. Who cares about a bed with numbers when I have your Purple Grid to comfort my body's pressure points? And forget memory foam. Your non-toxic, hyper-elastic polymer minimizes heat, keeping me cool and comfortable the whole night through. If you're happy, I'm happy. But you do have up to 100 days to return me for a full refund. And give up the best night's sleep I've had since I learned to walk? No way. You're the only one I want to come home to. Purple Mattress. You too can come home to a Purple Mattress by texting OFFER to 84888. Take advantage of our Purple's bundle up for the holiday sale and get a free premium gift bundle when you buy a mattress by texting OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. See purple.com for terms and conditions. Message and data rates may apply. TNC and privacy terms can be found at bevel.com slash terms. Please don't text and drive. Have you wanted to speak a new language, but you thought it'd be too hard or take too much time? Then try Babbel for free by texting WORLD to 64000. In just 15 minutes a day, you'll be on your way to speaking a new language in just a few weeks. And right now, you can try Babbel for free. Babbel starts out teaching you words and phrases by matching them with pictures. You won't believe how easy the interactive program is. Soon the sentences get a little bigger, and before you know it, you're having simulated conversations voiced by native speakers. And because Babbel is crafted by language experts and uses the spaced repetition method, in just 10 to 15 minutes a day, you'll be speaking the language of your choice with real confidence. With Babbel, you can speak a language. Just text WORLD to 64000 and start your first lesson in the language of your choice for free. Download the Babbel app or text WORLD to 64000 and try it for free. Text W-O-R-L-D to 64000. North Carolina is off to the Military Bowl. Welcome back. It's the Y'all Show. It is our ACC Spotlight. And right now we're going to talk about some of the ACC teams heading to postseason play as we walk through the entire lineup. Then we'll come back and circle around some of these what we call bland bowls that the ACC will be playing in. Jonathan Lifeheight of 24-7 Sports is joining me, John Rawl, here in our ACC slash bland bowl spotlight of today's y'all show all right acc wise the first team to play will be miami on december 26th the day after christmas jonathan after you get done wrapping up or unwrapping all your presents your many many presents on boxing day for you you'll have the hurricanes and the bulldogs of louisiana tech playing a de facto home game for the bulldogs at the shreveport independence bowl what do you think about miami and louisiana tech uh, you know, it's this is another one of those where you would think Miami would have the clear advantage, but I can guarantee you they're not going to be very motivated in this one. So Louisiana Tech playing that close to home, yeah, they're going to have the home crowd for sure. So uh, watch out, Miami. All right, another game on that same exact day, the Quick Lane Bowl from Detroit features the Pitt Panthers and Eastern Michigan, another de facto home game for the Eagles of EMU. You can pretty much repeat my comments about the the uh, the the uh, previous game between Louisiana Tech and Miami uh, Pitt. We'll see if they're going to be motivated or not, but they'll certainly uh, they'll certainly be outnumbered in the stadium as Eastern Michigan will be right there. 
All right, we got several teams in the ACC in what we call these bland bowls. We'll get to those in just a second as long as well as the rest of the teams in these 15 bland bowls. But, Jonathan, those Clemson Tigers will be going back in their quest of a national championship. They'll be going all the way out to Glendale where they've got the Ohio State Buckeyes in a college football playoff national semifinal contest. That game's going to be on the 28th of December. It starts at 8 Eastern, 7 o'clock Central from State Farm Stadium. Do you see the Tigers emerging victorious in this battle of unbeatens? I certainly do hope so because I've never been much of an Ohio State fan. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping for the Tigers. And I actually think uh, Ohio State probably hasn't seen anybody quite like Clemson on their schedule. But I could also say the same thing, that Clemson hasn't seen anybody but like Ohio State. So, Really tough game to, to kind of call. I think it's going to depend on who shows up. I also know and have read already that uh, that Ohio State is pretty uh, pretty uh, motivated to uh, to kind of redeem themselves after Clemson absolutely busted them uh, uh, thirty-one to nothing. I think it was two or three years ago uh, in the college football playoffs. So Ohio State's going to come in with a chip on their shoulder. Clemson's coming in with a chip on their shoulder. They felt like they should have been number one or number two. So, interesting game, and it will be, I think, a very entertaining game to watch. All right. Let's say Clemson wins. They move on to that national championship game around the 10th of January, and they'll face off with either LSU or Oklahoma. Do you see the Tigers repeating as national champions this year? Yeah, I do, because I think LSU or Clemson will be uh, – LSU and Clemson will probably be in that, that, that game, so it will be the Tigers. <laughs> the Tigers that play in Death Valley are going to win the national championship. Is that what you're t- saying? Pretty much, yes. Uh, depends on which Death Valley we're talking about. <laughs> Jonathan being non-committal here, but yeah, Clemson football, you got a lot to be proud of, and certainly representing the ACC well are the Tigers of Pickens County. All right, Jonathan, let's talk about some of these bland bowls and some of the ACC representatives in these bland bowls. And that includes Boston College with a fired coach and all they'll be in the birmingham bowl against the cincinnati bearcats yeah and cincinnati is no joke they're a pretty darn good team uh uh, this is going to be a case of boston college we'll see if if aj Dillon, um given that he's turning pro if he elects not to play uh, i can pretty much guarantee you that that boston college has little to no offense at all uh, in this game they already started a little bit on offense to begin with and uh, uh that'll make it even worse so I'm not real confident that Boston College is going to come out victorious in that one. Well, Jonathan, I just know you love to go shopping this time of year, and Belk is probably a destination you try to go to as much as you can. We'll go support Belk because the Belk Bowl has Virginia Tech and the Kentucky Wildcats. Yeah, and I I think I like Virginia Tech in this one. Uh, Kentucky's been kind of up and down a little bit. I think Virginia Tech, um, they, they played well down the stretch. Um, not their, their season any loss to the coastal champion, uh, Cavaliers, notwithstanding, they, they really put together a pretty nice run down the stretch. And, and I would, uh, I expect them to continue that. And that game, a high noon kick on New Year's Eve from the Queen City of Charlotte. You have the Sun Bowl and the FSU Seminoles. Many thought there was no way they would get back to a bowl this year with the way they started, but Coach Hagens and the rest of the Knowles have them in a bowl game, and they got to travel a long way all the way out to El Paso. Arizona State is the opponent, and this game is going to be held also New Year's Eve, as this is a 2 Eastern 1 o'clock kick on CBS from the Sun Bowl. 
Yeah, it, it, this one is going to be interesting. The, the fighting Herm Edwards there from uh, Arizona State come in, um, had a pretty decent season. Uh, I think the Florida State, though, has, has you know, they certainly have superior talent. And if they treat this as a an audition for their new coach, who will certainly be in attendance, uh, then I like the Knowles in this. All right. Also, we want to tell you about another bowl game featuring an ACC team. The Mac Brown coach, North Carolina Tar Heels, will be taking on the Temple Owls. This game set for December 27th, and it's going to be the Military Bowl from Navy Marine Corps Stadium in Annapolis. How about the Eels getting back to a bowl? Yeah, uh, this was not expected before the season. I don't think most people expected them to make it back to a bowl game for a year or two. So uh, certainly the Tar Heels have exceeded expectations this year. Uh, Temple is a is a pretty darn good team, very solid defensively. Um, this will be kind of a it will be real interesting to see. And then Temple also has made some strides offensively this season uh, as well. I, I think Temple's slightly better in this case, but not enough that I would give them the definitive edge or the uh, definitive win. As the Hills wrap up their bowl game on that twenty seventh of December. Kicking off at Yankee Stadium in the Bronx, you've got Michigan State and the Wake Forest Demon Deacons in the New Era Pinstripe Bowl, set for a 3:20 New York City time on ESPN. How about the Deeks? They had a little bit of a rough struggle toward the end of the season, but back in a bowl game, something that is not always a given in Winston-Salem. Yeah, and they had a really good season, but by the end of the year, they were really beat up. They lost uh, several players. Um, you know, like, uh, I think Surratt was one of them, Sage Surratt that we talked about in weeks past. Um, as an example, they're just not a very deep team. Um, the good news for them is, is they'll get a lot of those players back for the bowl game, which should help them, but certainly they're not going to get all of them back. A couple of them were lost for the season. So, um, this one could be interesting. Michigan State, they're up, but they're down. You never know what you're getting with them. Um, and offensively, they're just not very good. But I think Wake Forest, uh, their their offense, if they get uh, they get most of their players back, I think they'll be be tough to to, to uh, deal with. Uh, Mark D'Antonio, though, is certainly a pretty darn good coach. So another game that it's hard hard to call which way it'll go. All right, we also have a first year coach in the ACC, Scott Satterfield. He's got his Louisville Cardinals in Nashville for the Music City Bowl, taking on the Mississippi State Bulldogs. This is a December thirtieth kick, mid afternoon on ESPN. The Dogs would not be in this bowl game if not for a peeing dog player from their arch rival in Oxford. Jonathan, can the Cardinals come south on I sixty five and leave Nashville with a victory? Uh, yes, they can, and this is a, another great matchup. Uh, in terms of two, I think, relatively evenly matched uh, squads. Uh, Joe Moorhead in his second year at Mississippi State, taking on Scott Satterfield in his first year. So be real interesting to see kind of how this one plays out. Uh, Louisville, I, I think they've got uh, I think they've got what it takes to win this game, but but it's not going to be an easy one. We're talking with Jonathan Lifeite, 24-7 Sports and CBS Sports Digital. We're walking through what we call the bland bowls of this bowl season. Jonathan, we got nine more bowl games for you to kind of rapid fire. Tell us what your thoughts are <laughs> of these bowl games that are considered bland bowls. The Camping World Bowl, Iowa State, Notre Dame. You're on the clock. What do you think of that one? Uh, give me Notre Dame and... Uh... Give me a, a drink to go with that one. All right, camping. Well, you're not a, not a camper. You're not in the mood for a camper. Uh, well, I, you know, I am. I, I definitely have a, a, like camping, but 
this one, I think Notre Dame probably won't be very motivated. Ohio, Iowa State certainly will be, but Notre Dame's got uh, much more talent than, right. than Iowa State does. Iowa State's in-state opponent, the Iowa Hawkeyes, will be at the Holiday Bowl in San Diego taking on the Trojans of USC. What do you think of this one? Uh, surprised that USC kept Clay Hilton, so he gets a another season, and he got him to a bowl game. USC's got a lot more talent. They're just down the road. I think they may be able to put it together and win this one. Iowa was just, to me, was just a little bit uh, too conservative on offense and just not quite there. So USC's win, it won't be a holiday there at the Holiday Bowl. They're going to have to work for it. The Las Vegas Bowl's got Washington, the Huskies, UW, and the Boise State Broncos. As Chris Peterson just announced, he's going to step aside, of course, before going to Seattle. He was the head coach at Boise State. So in the Chris Peterson Bowl there in Vegas, who's going to emerge victorious? You know, uh, Washington had a very underachieving season, and now they lose their coach. Uh, I always look for the team that's most demotivated, and if I had to pick that, I'd pick Washington. So go with Boise State in this one. Okay. All right. Jonathan Leifite's take there. The New Orleans Bowl will be taking place just before Christmas, and you got App State and the UAB Blazers, App State winners of the Sunbelt Conference. UAB lost that Conference USA title game to the Florida Atlantic Owls. Yeah, and if you look at what Vegas believes on this, uh, App State is a very big favorite uh, in this one, but uh, they just lost their coach to Missouri. So uh, Drinkwitz, who who has only been at at App State for one season, now moves on to the SEC. So I'm not sure what kind of state uh, App State will be uh, when it comes to uh, this game. All right. The Liberty Bowl in Memphis has Navy. They lost a game there against the Tigers earlier in the year. They returned to the Bluff City, and they've got Kansas State in the Liberty Bowl this year. I like Kansas State in this one pretty good, pretty big. All right. No triple option. Victorious, in, according to Jonathan Leifite. Shame on you. The Cheese Hit Bowl, <laughs> Washington State and Air Force. This is the high-powered Washington State Cougars team versus the option Air Force Academy team playing on a baseball diamond, as this has held where the Arizona Diamondbacks played baseball there in downtown Phoenix. Correct me if I'm wrong. I believe Air Force won that the Commander in Chief's Trophy this year, and I believe this game is another one that's going to be really hard to call. Uh, it, it could go either way. Okay, um, but uh, we'll see. All right, Texas A&M and Oklahoma State old Big Twelve foes get back together this time in Houston at the Texas Bowl. Yeah, and I like Texas A&M this year on uh, this one. Texas A&M has had one of the hardest schedules I believe in the country. And they've played tough, everybody on there. And I think they're just primed and ready to take it out on somebody. in you know, Oklahoma State, while a good program and solid, I just don't think they're they're quite uh, going to be there. Michael Abraham's the QB for Jay Hobson's Southern Miss Golden Eagles. And they meet up with Willie Fritz's Tulane Green Wave in the Armed Forces Bowl in Fort Worth. What do you think of this matchup of a resurgent Tulane and Southern Miss? You know, these are, it's funny that the two programs that are probably not more than a couple hundred, yeah, probably more than 100, 150 miles apart, and they're going to go all the way up to Fort Worth to play. So, uh, but 
I kind of like what Willie Fritz has done there at Tulane. Um, I haven't paid too much attention at this point to what uh, to what Southern Miss has got, so I'm going to go with Tulane. All right, roll wave, he says. And finally, Jonathan, in our 15 bland bowls, our finale here, the Gator Bowl, the Vols of Tennessee, and the Hoosiers of Indiana. Oh, Lord. This one is uh, – I don't even know what to make of this one, but I, I like Tennessee. Uh, Indiana just – I, I don't know how exactly they got to be bowl eligible, but they barely made it. And I just think Tennessee's played the tougher schedule and probably has a better team. And in Indiana's defense, Jonathan, I'm gonna I'm gonna appeal here. I think Indiana won at least eight games this year, so they actually okay. had a little bit better season than what they normally have there in Bloomington. But they still lost the games that they should have maybe pulled the big upset. We pretty much Indiana went under the radar this year because they didn't really beat anybody amazing this year. They won the games they were supposed to, but when it came to the Ohio states, they didn't win and they didn't beat Michigan either. I don't think they're in the same division there. Didn't beat Penn State either. So it's the Vols and the Hoosiers in the Gator Bowl, and that wraps up our bland bowl discussion with twenty four seven sports Jonathan Lifehite. Thank you, sir. Thank you. I'm look, so looking forward to I'm glad that I didn't get the bottom feeders. <laughs> no, I didn't get the bottom feeders. But we have Brad Edwards of ESPN. He'll be on with us on the Thursday Y'all Show, Jonathan. And we're going to give him the option of walking through what we call the bodacious bowls. Now, yeah, they're bodacious, but there's only 10 bowls. We gave you more bowls to talk about than Brad Edwards of ESPN. So you should feel honored. Uh, yeah, I, I sort of do. Okay. Jonathan Lifeite, have a great Christmas, a great New Year's, and we'll talk to you January of 2020. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. All right. The Y'all Show will continue on in hour number two. We will have Precious Harris dropping by with all of the Christmas and country music news mixed in together. It's going to be awesome talking to Miss Harris. And then we'll have a little hashtag hullabaloo coming your way at the start of the hour. Stay with us. This is The Y'all Show. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. From ooh to aww, whatever reaction you're looking for this holiday, spread more joy with holiday cards, calendars, and photo gifts from Vistaprint. And now you can get up to 50% off all holiday cards and calendars at Vistaprint.com. Discover cards in the latest trends or fill a calendar with your favorite photos. So make more merry at Vistaprint.com with up to 50% off all holiday cards and calendars. Plus great deals on photo gifts. Just enter code HOLIDAY50 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com. Code HOLIDAY50. Back for another hour of the All-Southern Program. It is y'all. Great to have you as we get ready for a big Christmas, a big New Year's, and a big old time. John Rawl in the captain's chair. Thank you for riding co-pilot with me here. And we hope you've 
got everything lined up and ready for the big day. Well, right here on Y'all, we have what we have going on now is hashtag hullabaloo. This is where we go right headfirst into social media and we find some of the gall darndest greatest stuff out there. It might be funny, it might be educational, or it just might be plain silly. Regardless, our crack staff here at Y'all digs through the garbage bin and we get it all out for you. And we're glad to do that. Hey, coming up in the next segment, our friend Precious Harris is going to be joining us on Music Road to talk about all country music items of note that you need to know about. And we'll be right there with her in the next segment. You don't want to miss it as we'll get her take on country Christmas. Oh, can't wait to discuss that. We actually have a list of the most popular country Christmas songs that are, that are available for you to listen to and enjoy. We'll walk through that list with Precious in just a few moments. But right now, let's talk hashtag Blue and let's talk about this tweet we got in from Morgan Author. Morgan Newquist is on Twitter, an author and editor. Morgan spelled M-O-R-G-O-N at Morgan Author is the Twitter account. A writer, a Catholic, an editor, a geek, and the head editor of Silver Empire Pub. And she writes this week, and my three-year-old is outside in pants, a long sleeve shirt, gloves, hat, and scarf, and bare feet. Hashtag Southern. So, hashtag Southern. And what Morgan is sort of referencing here is in some areas of Mississippi and Alabama and Southern Tennessee, that would be Southern Southwest Tennessee, on into Middle Tennessee on Tuesday, they had a little bit of snowfall. Even in the Mississippi Delta, there was a little bit of snowfall on Tuesday. And so I'm not sure exactly where Morgan's photo comes from, but it's somewhere in that area where her three-year-old just could not wait to go out in the snow with a a long sleeve shirt, gloves, hat, scarf, and, and of course, bare feet. That's pretty Southern. And that's why Morgan Newquist is on Twitter this week, letting everybody know about her Southern three-year-old congratulations hey now if we could just get that snowfall to come let's say midnight on december 25th that would be awesome have you ever had a white christmas because i've only really had one and it didn't even count because i was driving through it and it was lovely i was on interstate 20 between birmingham and atlanta and if you've ever been on that stretch of road east of anniston you go through the Talladega National Forest, or should I say Talladega National Forest, and it's it's pretty rugged for about five, ten miles. It's not like extremely high, the the elevation there, but it's it's very secluded. There's no there's no truck stops, no gas stations, no nothing in there for that couple of miles. And that's right where the snow was most beautiful. It snowed a couple of inches. It was it was really pretty, and we happened to be driving through there headed to my mama's house and guess what we got to my mama's house and that snow had had come that way and when we woke up december 26 we got some great photos even had enough snow to make a snowman isn't that a great story unfortunately that snowman didn't get made until 26 december and it wasn't quite the same as on christmas day but it did start snowing christmas night there along the eastern coast y'all might remember it it was probably nine years ago i know for a fact i've got the photos i i, I had a a son born in may of 2010 and this would have been his first christmas so it would have been december 25th 2010 do y'all remember that christmas if you especially if you lived in 
let's say mississippi i think it snowed there it snowed in alabama georgia on into the carolinas it was a white christmas not not a blizzard i won't say that but probably about as much snowfall as you normally get in those areas this time of year now for all of you living in the kentuckys and western north carolinas of the world probably pretty common to have a white christmas but not if you live south of the kentucky tennessee line it's pretty pretty challenging to get the white christmases although it does snow periodically in some of those areas but to line it up on the calendar just right is not often the case m tolbert is on twitter at mb underscore tolbert in response to a counting crows tweet about the song a long december counting crows actually with that song put a tweet out this week yeah counting crows the music act is who we're talking about as they put a link to their song a long december and they wrote how is yours going so far how is your december going counting crows asking this great question well m tolbert responded to counting crows and they wrote every day above dirt is a good day it's a southern thing well amen to that good to be above the dirt and yes even in december it's definitely good to be above dirt and i go they're referencing the fact that they're still alive of course and living in the south this doesn't even factor but for all of our northern friends especially our friends who are way north we're talking chicago or some of us say chicago uh or way up in the very northeastern corner of our country where it gets to be extremely extremely cold this time of year going into maybe march up in minnesota and places like that i I don't think this is made up i understand that they don't bury people for a couple of months they keep them in a in a freezer and then bury them when the ground is thawed out and they're able to dig a hole in the ground i'm not an undertaker but i have been told that and i have no reason to fight them if it's cold enough to be zero degrees in some of these places the ground's probably too cold to dig i'm no geologist here but yeah that's probably a, a good thing so hey m tolbert even if you did die and we don't want that to happen to you but if you died here in the south uh chances are you're going to be buried sometime between now and and march but if you want to stay above ground you might want to head north in case you're uh going to meet your maker sometime in the near future but we certainly don't want that to happen to you or anybody else out there but yes above dirt or above dirt is a good day and we hope all y'all are having a good day above dirt today and merry christmas and happy have a great great time here this holiday season all right mary harding we've actually had tweets from mary before at meh957 a noted wilco fan and a topo chico enthusiast mary harding is and we're going to keep the music theme going with her as she wrote this week on twitter hearing jim croce always reminds me of my parents in myrtle beach hashtag southern well how about that myrtle beach i didn't realize jim croce would make anybody think of myrtle beach but let's go and dive a little deeper into jim croce the singer from many many decades ago and let me tell you a little bit about the connection to the south with jim croce and it's kind of like what mr tolbert was just talking about about being above dirt is a good day well unfortunately for croce he got killed in the south let me tell you the story on september 20th 1973 during jim croce's life and times tour and the day before his single i got a name came out he and five others were on board a plane that was chartered and it crashed into a tree during takeoff 
from the Nacogdoches Regional Airport in Nacogdoches or Nacogdoches, Louisiana, not the one in Texas. Nacogdoches, Nacogdoches. Sorry, y'all need to help me there in Louisiana. I know how to pronounce it in Texas. It's Nacogdoches. Nacogdoches, Nacogdoches, home of, I know, Northwestern State. That I do know. When Croce was killed, he was only 30 years old, and he grew up and is a native of South Philly in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Now, he was also in the plane alongside Robert N. Elliott, Murray Mielsen, comedian George Stevens, and others. And an hour before the crash, Jim Croce had completed a concert at Northwestern State there in Louisiana, and he was flying to Sherman, Texas. That's right on the Oklahoma border. And they was gonna go, they were gonna go there to a concert there at Austin College. And on September twentieth, nineteen seventy three, Jim Croce, great singer, had many hits there in those late sixties and early seventies, was killed right there in Louisiana on board a plane. And a sad day for the music world when that happened. But Mary, thank you for that. And maybe. Those Jim Croce songs of yesteryear maybe help you think of Myrtle Beach and reminding you of your parents right there. Maybe you'll listen to some Jim Croce on your way to the Grand Strand here in 2019. Leslie's Craft Corner is on Twitter at Leslie's Craft. As they write in their profile, I have always loved creating. I guess you could say it runs in my blood. It was always a dream of mine to have my own business where I can be creative. Well, Leslie's Craft Corner, have at it. We're glad that you have your own business, and we're happy to promote it here. Maybe y'all can go check out Leslie's Craft on Twitter and maybe pull up a great stocking stuffer from Leslie just in time of Christmas. In fact, speaking of that, they have a, a an item right there on the website and at the Etsy store for Leslie's Craft Corner that we're going to kind of single out here. It's a tea towel from Cajun Creations. That's K-A-C-A-J-U-N-K-R-E-A-T-I-O-N-S. Cajun Creations. A tea towel. Y'all know what tea towels are. You see them all over the place now. But this tea towel from Cajun Creations reads, Don't make me go southern on (laughs) y'all. And you can get that there thanks to Leslie's Craft Corner. Well, let me tell you about this illustration of this 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 picture of this towel it's actually got a ball jar on top of it or the jar is on top of the towel and this towel again reads don't make me go southern on y'all and the illustration has flowers in this mason jar made by ball on top of the don't make me go southern on y'all tea towel let me give you a quick background on ball mason jars i know y'all have had one in your house you got one maybe in use right now somehow. Maybe y'all got your shine in one somewhere in the attic. In 1880, Frank and Edmund Ball, as well as their brothers, borrowed $200 from their uncle, George Harvey Ball, and he was the founder and first president of Kiuka College, and they bought the Wooden Jacket Can Company, and that was in Buffalo, New York. And after these brothers all got together, they were joined in buffalo to help create the ball glass company the mason jar company now years later the brothers reciprocated their uncle's early assistance by providing financial support to his college those are pretty good nephews there from the buffalo area but yes way back in 1880 is the year the ball mason jar company got going in buffalo new york and now i don't know how many ball jars i got in buffalo but there's a whole bunch in the southeast especially on the 
on the inside of kitchens of our great southern kitchens where maybe somebody grandma many 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 years ago canned something just for for when the flood was coming or the hurricane or whatever disaster that you needed to have those candied yams or maybe some pickled okra or, or whatever the case might be that you have it out there but some of us like to use these ball mason jars for like i said shine <laughs> not mentioning who that might be jane whitaker is on twitter at jane whitaker w-h-i-t-a-k-e-r an obsessive reader an fdr democrat wow that's taking us way back there jane a tva and also a southerner and jane whitaker writes once i was called a bleeding heart liberal it was a kinder gentler time but libtard works so this is a pretty liberal person it sounds like Uh, but if they were an fdr democrat that means they were way back in the day i'm not sure exactly how old jane whitaker is but here's what jane writes on twitter this week i was today's year old when i realized i didn't have to save the bacon grease okay hashtag southern soul yeah what do we do with that bacon grease well there is a good purpose of those ball mason jars as before when i had my own kitchen that i could fire up bacon anytime i wanted to and didn't have to worry about somebody complaining about the smell i love bacon i'm sure you love bacon but who likes bacon grease who likes the dilemma of what you do with bacon grease when you're done with it you got to do something with it right you can't flush it down the sink so i often used glass jars and i just pour that bacon grease and then seal that sucker up tight because there are a few smells worse than bacon grease that's dried up and you open that ball mason jar up and you get a whiff of that and you're like nauseous so yeah those ball mason jars have a purpose and sometimes i would use i think i used plastic sometimes but only after the grease cooled off i still don't know the best what is the aoc the green energy way of dealing with bacon grease i guess aoc wouldn't ever use bacon because it comes from a from a piggy and i don't think cows and pigs are part of the green energy deal the green new deal if you know help me out 803-816-1170 i need to learn we all need to learn our tips of good southern cooking and especially what to do with our bacon grease matthew johnson's on twitter at maddie jncsu that would be nc state go pack matthew johnson is a nasa scientist and also works in ames iowa with nasa there working on air quality and carbon cycle science research an nc state alumnus go Wolfpack. lives in the city of livermore i think that's in iowa well matthew johnson writes on twitter this week good to be back in north carolina for a bit had to get some much needed southern soul food and right there on twitter this week matthew johnson had a picture posted that i just got to brag on matthew now that he's back in the old north state his picture is of a chicken and waffle chicken and greens beer cornbread tea and what looks like chow chow all on the same plate matthew we got to talk buddy i need to know where you were were you in raleigh were you somewhere around the queen city of charlotte perhaps you were in fayetteville wilmington wrightsville beach were you in western north carolina maybe you were in highlands north carolina or maybe over in maggie valley 
you didn't tell us where you were on this picture and it was such a delicious looking picture again chicken not only was it chicken and greens but he had his chicken on top of a waffle and then throw in the beer the cornbread and tea plus chow chow that is christmas come early for matthew johnson back in the south thank you for your work with nasa and i know you work with quality and carbon cycle science research but good lord Maybe you can find a way to make the kind of food that you're enjoying back in your North Carolina something available for all of us. I'm still looking for the best chicken and waffle. There's a lot of places that have it now, but I still, most places that serve chicken and waffle, one or the other is fantastic. But at least in my research, I've never found one place that had both unbelievably good. Okay. If you know a place that the chicken is incredible, like different and and delicious and the waffle is incredible and different than let's say your run-of-the-mill waffle you can go get out of a toaster oven let me know 803-816-1170 that's that's what i want for christmas i don't need you to send it to me uh, the actual chicken and waffle i just need to tell you tell me where to go so i can share it with all y'all chicken and waffles i gotta give the great snoop dog all of the attention on chicken and waffles i had never heard and i doubt many of you had never even heard of such a thing of chicken and waffles until about 15 years ago whenever he had a show on mtv and snoop dog went to a place in los angeles called roscoe's chicken and waffles and after that visit i said that's a heck of a combination who doesn't like chicken who doesn't like waffles and then you mix them together and it's like perfect so we got to give Los Angeles, I think. I don't know of any other southern place claiming chicken and waffles as the birthplace of that. So unless you correct me, we'll give Los Angeles the credit on Roscoe's chicken and waffles. But you know Roscoe deep down probably has a connection to right here in Dixie. Of course he does. In fact, Snoop Dogg, I'm pretty darn sure half of his family is from, is from somewhere around Rock Hill, South Carolina, I think. Because I remember one time he went there. Uh, could have been around Mississippi. One of the two places, somewhere in the South, Snoop Dogg has a connection. I haven't heard from Snoop Dogg lately. Have y'all heard any Snoop Dogg news lately? He kind of was all over the media for a long time. And then his kid played football, I think, for UCLA, but then transferred. And and uh, I believe his last name is Brodus or something like that. And Snoop, to my knowledge, has not been in the news. But enough Snoop news. We got to talk Santa Claus because Christmas times are coming. And Christmas time means we got to stop talking hashtag hullabaloo. That is our hashtag hullabaloo, our last one of 2019, y'all. Hopefully you enjoyed that, and we can all now go enjoy a little chicken and waffles together. Hey, when we come back, we're going to go to Nashville, home of Nashville famous hot chicken. And I had some not long ago at Prince's in Nashville, Tennessee. And we're going to go there, and instead of chicken, we're going to be serving up country music talk courtesy of Precious Harris. We're going to be specifically talking with Precious about country and christmas music together it'd be country christmas music and that is going to be up on our discussion list with precious as well as some good trivia and more as we conclude this the y'all show wednesday edition asthma symptoms can attack anywhere like on a city street Now, you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over-the-counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. 
For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Message and data rates may apply. TNC and privacy terms can be found at babble.com slash terms. Please don't text and drive. Have you wanted to speak a new language, but you thought it'd be too hard or take too much time? Then try Babbel for free by texting WORLD to 64000. In just 15 minutes a day, you'll be on your way to speaking a new language in just a few weeks. And right now, you can try Babbel for free. Babbel starts out teaching you words and phrases by matching them with pictures. You won't believe how easy the interactive program is. Soon the sentences get a little bigger, and before you know it, you're having simulated conversations voiced by native speakers. And because Babbel is crafted by language experts and uses the spaced repetition method, in just 10 to 15 minutes a day, you'll be speaking the language of your choice with real confidence. With Babbel, you can speak a language. Just text WORLD to 64000 and start your first lesson in the language of your choice for free. Download the Babbel app or text WORLD to 64000 and try it for free. Text W-O-R-L-D to 64000. From ooh to aww, whatever reaction you're looking for this holiday, spread more joy with holiday cards, calendars, and photo gifts from Vistaprint. And now you can get up to 50% off all holiday cards and calendars at Vistaprint.com. Discover cards in the latest trends or fill a calendar with your favorite photos. So make more merry at Vistaprint.com with up to 50% off all holiday cards and calendars, plus great deals on photo gifts. Just enter code HOLIDAY50 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, code HOLIDAY50. y'all show and we are here with precious harris for the nashville music line some great christmas some great country christmas playing for us right there precious merry christmas to you merry christmas to you guys out there too in radio land and computer land and online land yeah we got to cover all the bases here precious well, let's start off with something really cool, and that is Christmas for the number four, Christmas for Kids, as that was a concert at the Ryman Auditorium, or has it already happened? It always happens because they have to collect the money to get ready to put it in a fund to get ready to distribute. They try to do at least 400 children in Sumner County, part of Davidson County, and up you know to the state line. Um, but it's about 88 tour buses, and how it works out is you have the concert in November, and then Monday night, the 16th, they'll have all the tour buses, about 88 of them, in line, back and back, nose to nose, you can't get in. Mm-hmm. And what happens is you get $20 a family or $5 a person. You can literally go on Miranda Lambert's bus and Keith Urban's bus, and, and then... Um, they the people if Miranda's not there her bus is so you get to see it but last year we had Guy Rigdon from The Voice we had um, Three Doors Down we had Love and Theft we had uh, I want to th- say Low Cash was there but it uh, Shannon Doyle was there because I got I was German Marty and Mike the drummer but it was just a really good way to meet and get autographs and see and just help the fans and help a worthy cause this is my 30th year this year 
and I am mistaken. I thought this may have already happened. It's coming up on the 16th. A tour bus will be at the Walmart parking lot in Hendersonville. And for $5 or $20 for an entire family, fans can come out and visit the luxury tour buses of the various country music stars, get their photos, autographs, and a whole lot more. Yes, the concert has happened, though. Yeah, you're right about that. Yes. Um, But the special day is actually the next day on the 17th. And we pick up the kids at school on the tour bus. And so each one of us gets one kid. Uh, So that way they'll have, you know, each chaperone can take care of a kid. Because imagine 400 children in the toy department at Walmart. (laughs) And then they block off six lanes and Walmart does not charge tax. They pay the tax on all the stuff. So those six lanes tax. So we take the money, $175. Walmart donates a coat to the kids. And I've had some really sad, sad stories through the years of kids that just made this work this this happened but i will tell you it's such a good feeling when i get on that bus and knowing that i'm going to be able to help at least three of the four kids that's on that tour well a very awesome event again part of it has already happened but the big event coming up the walmart is going to take place here in just a couple of days and a great thing and i had no idea walmart actually paid that sales tax on that that's a very noble thing there the hendersonville tennessee walmart yes all right precious let's talk a little country music christmas style as we have our favorite country christmas songs and we've been playing many of these songs here all week on the y'all show coming in and out of breaks and we actually have a list where you can go online and the list is from the best country christmas songs and Taste of Country recently posted their top 50 Christmas songs and their top 10 of the top 50 Christmas songs. Number 10, Christmas Cookies, which I think I've heard that. That's the kind of goofy song. George Strait's got a a version of that and others have had it too. Yes, but George Strait's the most popular one. Okay. Mary Did You Know from Kenny Rogers is at nine. Brad Paisley's Born on Christmas Day is eight. A old, oldie but goldie from Dolly Parton, Hard Candy Christmas. Yes, and I think that was actually in one of the soundtracks for Best Little Whorehouse in Texas when she did the movie with Burt Reynolds. Somehow, Best Little Whorehouse and Christmas doesn't seem like a good mix. I think it was because that they were breaking up or something. I can't remember. It's been a long time since I've seen the movie. But I Will Always Love You was in that movie and Hard Candy Christmas. Dolly Parton, another female from the South, checks in at number six on this list. Where Are You Christmas from Faith Hill? Yeah, Miss Faith, that's been a standard of hers for many years, ever since she recorded her first Christmas album. It's especially after her and Tim had the girls, it became a standard in their family that Christmas music starts and it doesn't end until after Christmas. But that's one of my favorites, too. Well, this one is a standard, I believe you would call it that. Blue Christmas from Elvis Aaron Presley. Is that the most famous Elvis Christmas song? Unfortunately, it is. And I'm saying that because my favorite is Santa bring my baby back to me. Santa bring my baby back to me. That's my favorite. Okay. Thank you, Elvis Presley Toms here. Toms Harris. All right. Gene Autry's Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer checks in on this list at number four. A oldie but goldie for sure there. Oh, yeah. That's been around for, what, 50 years? And they've even got a production of it at Opryland this year. It's a live 
show with real live people doing the characters. We actually, I took my autistic little nephew a couple of weeks ago, and he's 26, but he loved it. He wants to go back again every weekend. I told him you cannot because the tickets are $40. <laughs> yeah, who, who can't? I mean, it doesn't matter who you are, where you are, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, especially the Gene Autry version. <laughs> it just doesn't get more Christmas than that, except if you're Alabama and you have Christmas and Dixie, which we endorse that as the official Christmas country song for the South. Amen. It is. I mean, it's hard to argue with that. And it's a standard. It's literally a standard. You work closely with some of the members of Alabama, like Teddy Gentry. Did they ever talk to you about that song? Well, actually, Teddy's son did. He said when it first came out, the label was like, this is going to be it. You know, we're not doing another Christmas record, but they ended up doing the Christmas record and it was such a big hit. They had a couple of more have to, you know, through the years they kept doing it. But this was the one standard that as soon as you hear it, Christmas and Dixie, everybody knows no one covered it. This one covered it. No, the only version anybody remembers is the Alabama version. And that expression is used for more than, than just this song. I see oftentimes, especially on social media, the hashtag Christmas and Dixie from Randy, Teddy, and Jeff, and Mark, also back in those days. Alabama, Christmas and Dixie at number three. Number two on this list, a great song from a Californian, Merle Haggard's If We Make It Through December, which I don't really think of that as a Christmas song, but because of the word December in there, it kind of becomes a Christmas song. Yes, and that surprised me it was in there. And another one that surprised me that wasn't is um, the remake and uh, now of uh, of uh, White Christmas. Several country stars have done it, but it's not included, but it's one of the most popular songs of all time. So I was a little surprised at that. And you're not talking about Randy Travis's unique spin on that White Christmas Makes Me Blue. Yeah, well, no, unfortunately, no. And I think that uh, I think Patty Loveless had a twist on a, a Christmas song like that, too. Um, and then but if we make it through December, really surprised me. If, like you said, if you listen to the lyrics, it is very much about the Christmas season. OK, well, at number one on the Taste of Country's top 50 Christmas songs list, A.J. Allen Jackson and Let It Be Christmas. Now, this was not from his original Christmas album. This was a second Christmas album that he had out roughly 10 years ago. And a great music video was part of a sort of an album recording of this at the Ryman Auditorium and Alan Jackson and Let It Be Christmas. A beautiful, beautiful song. Well, you know, I love Alan. I was his intern in like 1991. So I always have to say wonderful things about Alan. But the way he delivers it, it's just got so much soulfulness in his vocal. You know, it's country, but just the deliverance, it just feels like he's singing from the bottom of his soul and, and bottom of his heart, not just singing a song, you know. And Alan Jackson's getting ready for a big 2020. I know he's going to have a Nashville date at some point early in 2020. He's back on the road with a big tour here in just a few weeks. Yes, he's also been in the studio with the same producer, uh, Keith Stiegel, and he's got some things. He's been on the pitch sheet off and on. So it's, you know, it's uh, because he is a traditional artist. So I'm anxious to see about what kind of music comes out with, because there's another artist that's on Warner Brothers. It's very traditional that you're all aware of Cody Johnson. And he was asked that no one pitch him a song that would have been pitched after 1990, that he wants any songs pitched for his record to be before 1990. Like if you would be pitched to someone like 
in the mid in the mid seventies, like the Merle Haggards and things. So I'm anxious to see what comes up with him and Warner Brothers. I like that mindset. We're talking with Precious Harris. We're talking country music and country Christmas with Miss Harris today on the Y'all Show, getting you ready for the special day and just two weeks away. Hey, we will go to a quick break here on the Y'all Show. As we leave you, we've got a trivia question. Her middle name is Brianne, and she was born in Fort Worth, Texas, in 1982. She wanted to be a marine biologist until she saw the movie Jaws, and that changed a lot of people's minds about being marine biologist. After winning a major TV talent show, her debut album, Thankful, went double platinum. Can you name this talented lady? And there's a reason we're asking this question on this day. We'll have the answer to that and much more news from Nashville Music City with our Nashville Music City scribe, Precious Harris. That's coming up next as we close out this The Y'all Show. Well, look who's home. How was your day, hon? Uh, you know, stressful, exhausting. Lie down on me and we'll talk about it. Oh, Purple Mattress, you know how to support me. Hey, I'm just a mattress doing my job. You're more than that. You're a Purple Mattress. Who cares about a bed with numbers when I have your Purple Grid to comfort my body's pressure points? And forget memory foam. Your non-toxic, hyper-elastic polymer minimizes heat, keeping me cool and comfortable the whole night through. If you're happy, I'm happy. But you do have up to 100 days to return me for a full refund. And give up the best night's sleep I've had since I learned to walk? No way. You're the only one I want to come home to. Purple Mattress. You too can come home to a Purple Mattress by texting OFFER to 84888. Take advantage of our Purple's bundle up for the holiday sale and get a free premium gift bundle when you buy a mattress by texting OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. See purple.com for terms and conditions. Message and data rates may apply. TNC and privacy terms can be found at babble.com slash terms. Please don't text and drive. Have you wanted to speak a new language, but you thought it'd be too hard or take too much time? Then try Babbel for free by texting WORLD to 64000. In just 15 minutes a day, you'll be on your way to speaking a new language in just a few weeks. And right now, you can try Babbel for free. Babbel starts out teaching you words and phrases by matching them with pictures. You won't believe how easy the interactive program is. Soon the sentences get a little bigger, and before you know it, you're having simulated conversations voiced by native speakers. And because Babbel is crafted by language experts and uses the spaced repetition method, in just 10 to 15 minutes a day, you'll be speaking the language of your choice with real confidence. With Babbel, you can speak a language. Just text WORLD to 64000 and start your first lesson in the language of your choice for free. Download the Babbel app or text WORLD to 64000 and try it for free. Text W-O-R-L-D to 64000. There's snow on the ground And out in California The sunshine's falling down Maybe down in Memphis 
is all in lies And in Atlanta, Georgia There's peace on earth tonight Christmas in Dixie Christmas from Dixie to everyone tonight. And we just had to play that song right there since we're right here at Christmas and we're in Dixie, Alabama's Christmas in Dixie. Again, we just told you in the previous segment that song was one of the top five country Christmas songs available. And in my own world, if I could rank it, I'd probably give it a number 1A or 1B. It's such a great song, taking you back to the 80s when that thing came out. I'm John Rawl, right here with Precious Harris. We're talking country music, and we want to remind you, Precious is the author of I Know Country, with 366 daily country music questions and answers. You can buy and instantly download your own ebook copy of I Know Country at the website iknowcountry.com. A fantastic stocking stuffer, Miss. Harris. Well, you know how much I love music and stocking stuffers. I used to do stocking stuffers. If I didn't get a CD, I would be a little bit of a whiny butt. <laughs> I think you might still be. Precious is also a music career development consultant with the emphasis on new and aspiring artists and songwriters. Our website for that is collegeofsongology.com. Go there for more information. Also, follow Precious's blog, nashvillemusicline.com. And each week on the Y'all Show and at y'all.com, we have Precious on the radio program. But we have her Nashville Music Line column posted at y'all.com which by the way this past week we mentioned Shenandoah's Marty Raven having a birthday and guess who gave us a like on social media Shenandoah. No way. Well Marty's very interactive. I'm telling you he's I can't say enough about him and I mean not because they're from Southern but I've known them since they first started singing A Dozen Roses you know. Well let's not give Marty the credit on the like that we got on social media I believe Mike is the social media czar. I know he is. He told me he was. He used to be the webmaster back before there was a Facebook and Instagram he was the guy that had oh, yeah. the had the whole Shenandoah website up and going so we're appreciative of, appreciative of Shenandoah and everything that they are doing. I have to text him. I'll text him and say thank you for the like on y'all Mike. Yeah, we appreciate it, Mike. All right, let's tell you the answer to our trivia question. And no, it wasn't about Shenandoah. The question we asked before the break, her middle name is Brianne, and she was born in Fort Worth, Texas back in 1982. She wanted to be a marine biologist until she saw the movie Jaws. After winning a major TV talent show, her debut album, Thankful, went double platinum. Can you name this talented lady, Precious, who is that talented Fort Worth native? One of the sweetest people you will ever want to meet, Kelly Clarkson. Okay, I haven't met her, so I'll have to take your word for it. Of course, she's known for the first season of American Idol, where she won that. And she sold over 25 million albums and 40 million singles worldwide. She's had 27 songs on the Billboard Hot 100 chart, with three number one songs and 11 in the top 10. She currently serves as a coach on the TV show The Voice and hosts the variety talk show The Kelly Clarkson Show. Now, Precious, we're all about country music here with you on Nashville Music Line. And some people are like, what are y'all doing talking about Kelly Clarkson? And here with Nashville Music Line Precious. Well, she's got a very direct connection to right here in Nashville and Music Music City, USA. Yes, her former mother-in-law, or, or yeah, mother-in-law is Reba McIntyre. Okay. Okay. She was her mother-in-law. 
and then what happened? Her her Reba's got divorced. Is yeah. what happened? And Reba's or Narvel Blackstock's biological son married Kelly. Kelly, yes, and they're still really good friends. Uh, so, which is really good, especially you know going through divorce. But they're very amicable because they all work in the industry. And Kelly's husband also manages Blake Shelton. Ah, oh. that makes sense. Now, of course, we're talking about Kelly Clarkson's husband is not biologically connected to Reba, although she, consider, she considers him like her like her own son. Now, she and Narvel did have a son. I believe his name is Presley. Shelby. Shelby, sorry. I knew it was one of the two. Uh, Shelby ought to be, what, 20-something years old now? Do you know anything about Shelby? Yes, he is heading actually a little bit older than he's near 30. He's uh, actually a race car driver. And uh, I was a friend of mine was interviewing Reba at um, Country Radio Seminar. Somebody asked her, what were you doing the first time you saw Shelby get in a race car and go on a track? She said, I think it was going to throw up. <laughs> Because can you imagine your son going 120 miles an hour around a racetrack? But, you know, she supports him. And even though it's not music, she's he's actually probably one of the most talented drivers in the circuit that he's connected to. All right. Well, NASCAR was here last week in Nashville with a huge presence trying to get a race back. Dale Earnhardt Jr. actually said that he wants a race back in Nashville. And if it comes back here, he'll race in it. And he doesn't want it out at the Speedway near Murfreesboro. He wants it at the old track in downtown Nashville where the state fairgrounds is located. Yes, because that's the track he knows well. And it's he's had so many memories, because especially when they used to race. You know, that was used to be the place to go. There is another place a little north of Nashville called Highland Rim Speedway. And it's in a place called Ridgetop, but half and half in the county uh, that goes from davidson to sumner county and it's a really big track up there it's called highland rim but they do everything from drag racing to things like that but i would love it if dale came back okay dale precious wants you back yep. hey let's talk about another Oki while we can and on friday a brand new album comes out just in time for christmas fully loaded god's country and that's out from blake shelton what more can you tell us about that precious well it was a sign that He's, I read uh, just actually a friend of mine just got through interviewing him. He had been looking for a reason to work on a record, but he hadn't had one. What had happened is he had gotten that song through. He was literally in his farm on the tractor exactly where the fire happened in the video. And the first song he played in his new fancy, he said his wireless speakers in his tractor was this song. He said he had stopped dead in tracks and listened to it. He said, I called Scott. He said, I'm coming to Nashville. I'm going to record the song. And Scott, this is Saturday. And Scott said, when? He said, Monday. So within 24 hours, they had lined to the musicians, got the studio book, and he came in and cut it. It was the fastest rising single of his career. The fastest rising single of his career. And the number one song. Uh, as soon as it hit, I mean, it didn't slow down. It didn't teeter-totter. It went straight up the charts. Every week it was jumping. Well, that's great news there. Another album that did not do too bad or and single from it was Willie Nelson. And on this day in 1977, he went into the studio and recorded some pop standards for an album that would be called Stardust, produced by Booker T. Jones of Booker T. and the MGs. And they went on to have great success with that one. Again, that was recorded on this day back in 1977. Birthdays this week, Brenda Lee, as she turned 75 years young this week. She's got a couple of 
good Christmas favorites like Rocking Around the Christmas Tree. My favorite, favorite. Yeah. We mentioned Randy Owen, Alabama. He's got a birthday this week as he turns 70 years young. John Anderson turns 57 to 65. 65. Yes, he's going to be in the rocking chair come this week. Also, Taylor Swift with her 30th birthday here this week. Whoever wow. would have guessed Taylor Swift would be turning 30. I know. I met her when she was 14. Well, that was 16 years ago. I know. It just doesn't seem like it's just time has just flew by. Seriously. That it has a way of doing that, Precious. All right. One other thing. I know you were telling me you just missed out on this big party for Dirks Bentley as he had a party back on the 5th of December for the song Living. Yes, I was. I, I could not go. I was preoccupied with doctors and I couldn't change it. So and I've never missed a party, especially with Ashley Gorley. Because, you know, he's a Kentucky boy, and I always try to support him in his parties. But, you know, he's actually him. Well, Ross Copperman, y'all know him through Eric um, Church, too. He's very well connected. They actually had the same office across the street from us where we used to, but my other office. But, and of course, John Knight, he had uh, Keith Urban, number one for Keith Urban. But they're all very incredible songwriters and all award-winning songwriters but i'm pretty proud to say even though that that was his 43rd number one for that song he's had two more since then so you guys had 45 number ones as a songwriter ashley gorley all in country music all in country music that's almost impossible to even fathom especially with the way the songs these days stay on the charts forever Exactly. And that's why I'm trying to reach out to the Kentucky Music Hall of Fame and try to, because if there's anything that would, I mean, there is, he has beat the Beatles, for God's sakes, a Kentucky boy from Danville, Kentucky, you know, and he's just a prolific songwriter. And he not only is a prolific songwriter, he's actually got a new label he's worked with under Tape Room, under his publishing company, but also he helps other people with their music and their publishing so he is a mentor to other people in the business that come into his path so i'm very very proud of ashley and he's a wonderful husband a wonderful father and uh and of course his wife manny's the sweetest thing ever and they're from kentucky yes <laughs> and kentucky tourism a proud sponsor of precious harris <laughs> Yeah, and oh, Chris Stapleton and Tyler Childress. Should I go on? Let's see. Elvie Shane and uh, Dustin Collins. Bill Monroe, Ricky Skaggs, Keith Whitley. Yes, we know Kentucky. Michael Montgomery, Eddie. Uh, Eddie Montgomery. We got lots of good good music coming out. Precious, it's Christmas time. We hope you have a wonderful Christmas. We can't thank you enough for all of your very, very informative and educational and fun Nashville music lines you've been providing all year long. Well, thank you. And I'm going to, I know we're going on vacation, but I wish I wasn't going on vacation because I love country music. Well, country music kind of takes a little bit of a breath here at the end of December until January. And I know coming in, maybe not January is the busiest month of the year, but February, you got radio seminar taking place. And then it'll be one thing after another. And before you know it, you'll wake up and you'll have the CMA Music Fest here right here in June. Oh, yes. And Luke, to make sure his family, Luke Brown's management company, Red Light, he's actually, uh, you know, right before Christmas, when he shuts down, they're not coming back to the 6th of January because he wanted his staff to have time with their families. So kudos to Mr. Luke. What a good job, Luke. All right. Well, precious Merry Christmas to you. Happy New Year. We'll see you back here in January. Merry Christmas, everyone. I have a wonderful and blessed 2020. 
That was Precious Harris, our own music row maven. When we come back in the Y'all Show Thursday edition, make sure you tune in. We'll have more bowl talk. Precious, you're a big college football fan? Kentucky. <laughs> hey, Kentucky's going to go to the Belk Bowl. I know. Taking I on Kentucky, Virginia Tech. I had my t- Kentucky shirt on yesterday. Oh. Well, it proud. Go Big Blue. Well, y'all are going to Charlotte. Belk Bowl, you know, Belk's a department store. So I think you might get free gift cards if you go to that bowl game. Well, as long as they got UK on the gift card, I'll be happy. I'm kidding. I don't think, <laughs> I don't think Belk's that nice. No. But that's coming up for UK, and we'll catch up with you enough. Enough precious, enough of this Wednesday edition. On Thursday, we've got Bolt Talk, and we've got a lot more Christmas stuff coming up here on the show that's all about the South. John Rawls signing off. You've been listening to the show that is y'all. Well, look who's home. How was your day, hon? Uh, you know, stressful, exhausting. Lie down on me and we'll talk about it. Oh, Purple Mattress, you know how to support me. Hey, I'm just a mattress doing my job. You're more than that. You're a Purple Mattress. Who cares about a bed with numbers when I have your Purple Grid to comfort my body's pressure points? And forget memory foam. Your non-toxic, hyper-elastic polymer minimizes heat, keeping me cool and comfortable the whole night through. If you're happy, I'm happy. But you do have up to 100 days to return me for a full refund. And give up the best night's sleep I've had since I learned to walk? No way. You're the only one I want to come home to. Purple Mattress. You two can come home to a Purple Mattress by texting OFFER to 84888. Take advantage of our Purple's bundle up for the holiday sale and get a free premium gift bundle when you buy a mattress by texting OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. See purple.com for terms and conditions. My mother was very familiar with her neighborhood, but one day she stopped at the stop sign and she wasn't even really sure where she was at. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council.